Hey, I'm Sean, and I'm joined by one of my good friends Ngulelego on a podcast we call Popping In. We dive deep into some of the hottest local and international TV shows. We bring you all the latest pop news. And catch up on some of the most exciting and sometimes embarrassing things happening in our lives. Welcome. Welcome. Good, good to, to have, have you on this journey. journey. Hey, what's up and welcome to Popping In with Sean and Ngulelego. It is episode 13. Friend, I can't believe it. It's been 13 weeks non-stop, hey? I feel like we need that horn. (laughs) I also cannot believe that it has literally been 13 episodes. It feels like like we started it a couple of weeks ago and that was basically it. But we've been doing it for 13 weeks and it has been a hell of a ride. Oh yes, it definitely (laughs) has. And we've had so much fun. So much fun. I mean, I took you through my Durban trip, which was absolutely incredible. And mm-hmm. you are in Durban currently. Tell us right about it. Right <laughs> now, coming to you live from the third world. <laughs> I am in Durban right now. I think if you were listening to last week's podcast, you'd remember how excited I was about my vacation and how I couldn't wait to just, you know, be out of the office, even though we weren't really in the office, but just to be away from work and be on leave for a bit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that is what I am currently doing. I think you can probably even hear from my voice, Jorge Witi Kehepi and it's fine yeah. i'm in a much better mood right now i think we all kind of need a break at some point um so i arrived in durban on a tuesday night mm-hmm. and we've been here since then i literally have been drinking since i landed oh, my gosh <laughs> i know and we've been going out like literally every night the only time we didn't go out i think was on tuesday when we arrived because yes. we just had dinner here at Spiso's. And then we slept, but then the next two days we've been going out. And Mm -hmm. our friend actually warned us, one of our other friends, they're like, do not go out too much for babes because the weekend is coming when people are really going to be out and you'll be tired. Um, But yeah, look, we still have energy for the weekend, so we'll be fine. Um, It's been really great, I think, just to be away from everything. Um, I think actually maybe I should just take you around and say hi to them because they're actually very loyal people (laughs) and loyal listeners of Poppin' In Podcast. So let me see what they're up to that side. I know one of them is cooking. Okay, so I am now in the lounge. Spiso's actually working, surprisingly. And they've been playing this song for so long, friend. This is Retabile's <laughs> song, the one who was on Idols. Yes. I'm trying I'm trying to find a remote so that we can sort of mute it. We need silence on set. <laughs> so Spiso's here. He's working. Say hi to Poppin' In Podcast. Finally, you are making an appearance. <laughs> hey, Spiso. Hello, Poppin' In family. <laughs> oh, wait, Konja, you're not going to be able to hear Sean, so I need to give you my earphones to hear Sean maybe you guys can because now I'm not going to hear Sean hello Sean hello how are you I'm great things how are you welcome to popping in thank you so much for the feedback that you've been providing on popping in since we started in August we appreciate it and thank you for listening as well thank you so much I feel like I'm part of the journey so I'm also committed to making sure that you know it becomes what I know it is going to be Ah, that's amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I think to a lot of people that don't really know, he's always like criticizing the part. Well, not criticizing, but he's always giving us constructive criticism. (laughs) So he's a big part of the show. He told us how to do our reviews properly. So I'm going to leave him to do his work now. And then now I'm in the kitchen. 
uh, we're out here. Godfrey is actually making us lunch, friend. Pasta a la Godfrey and Konzo. <laughs> <laughs> so you can grab my earphones to hear Sean. <laughs> What's up, Sean? How's it? I'm good. How are you? Good. What are you making for lunch? Pasta. I'm making a spicy Cajun chicken and pasta meal. So yeah. Uh, Durban has been amazing. Like, I think the first two days, the weather was not on our side, but everything now is like sort of coming together. So uh, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Whereabouts in Durban are you guys? Oh, I forgot to ask. We are in Umschlanga. <laughs> <laughs> we stay out in Umschlanga Ridge. This is where Sviso stays. Oh, that's beautiful. I hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, welcome to, to the last episode of Popping In, episode 13. Thank you for being a part of it. Yeah, it feels so good to be a part of it. I feel like this is making history, so I'm glad that I could be a part of it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> All right, yeah, so that's basically what's happening now. I think because it's half past three, Svisa's still working, uh, Godfrey's making lunch, and then later we shall decide where we're going, because luckily we already did the beach yesterday. Mm. Um, I've been wanting to do like a boat cruise, but mm. it looks like I'm the only one who's keen. <laughs> to do that it sounds like you guys are having so much fun we are having so much fun and i think i'm having more fun than all of them because they're still working they're not on leave um just because they're working remotely so that's why they were able to be on the trip Ah. but i took leave completely so i've been the friend that is drinking while everyone else is busy working and all sorts of stuff sure but it's a lot okay all right and you had to remind you of your durban trip Oh my goodness, it does. <laughs> I feel like I want to be in Durban right now. <laughs> you know, like let me tell you, you every single enough. every single morning I wake up and I check what is the weather in Durban. Yeah. So that uh... I get jealous <laughs> for everyone that's there, you know? Yeah. It's, just... Ugh, it's such a beautiful city. Like, I love being here. It's yeah. just, it's very nice. The people are friendly. There's so much to do, so much to get up to. And so much content for me to work with, if you know yes. what I mean. <laughs> mm, I know exactly what you mean. Enough about me. Yeah. Um, I want to know how your week has been. How are you doing? <sighs> I don't oh, know where to start. <laughs> My week has been Can't good. Be. Um, mm-hmm. I've been, I wrote two exams um, just yes, the day before yesterday, which was... It went fairly mm-hmm. well. Uh, the fact that it's an open book exam is, is yes. working in my favor because this year has just been a roller coaster, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and not a lot of us have been able to study as efficiently um, as last year, for example, when there was no COVID-19. Um, yes. But yeah, I mean, I did what had to be done. I submitted it. So I'm left with two exams to write still. So on the 30th and then on the 3rd of November. Um, yeah, otherwise, I mean, my week has been okay. I can't really yeah. complain, you know? I think also because you're writing exams, you can't really get up to much. So maybe after exams, um, you'll be in a better mood. Yeah, hopefully. Absolutely. Hopefully. <laughs> I can't wait till I'm done so that I don't have this lingering thing of having to study yes. and, you know, over my shoulders. So, yeah, yeah. really looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. And friend, speaking of it being the last episode of season one, just to make it clear to everyone, we will be back for season two, yes. <laughs> um, but it's just the final episode for season one. What would you say has been your biggest highlight about Poppin' In podcast to date? 
friend interviewing Sketchy Bongo and Carl Deutsch. That was basically, yes. that was the biggest interview we ever had on mm-hmm. popping in, right? And there were yeah. such cool guys. I mean, we set the interview up for 7 p.m. They logged in, both of them. We had a nice big mm-hmm. chat before the recording and after the recording, which is just incredible. Such nice guys. And definitely the second episode when we spoke to my Sunday friend. That was yes. also really cool. Um, very mm-hmm. nice guy. He gave us a lot to work with. He was just open about telling us about his music career, etc. So yeah. yeah, our first artist interview, definitely. And you? I also think for me, what really was part of the highlights was really just interviewing all these big artists because in the beginning we weren't sure we were like okay um it's a new podcast it's just me and sean doing it uh artists really going to be keen to get onto it Mm -hmm. um and stuff like that but the people we've had on the show have been very friendly very professional towards us as well um so a big thank you to all the artists that did come on to popping in because they treated us like we were professionals and I think that was really awesome for me and they also were quite easy to interview like we'd be nervous at first I remember with Sketchy Bongo and Kyle we were a bit nervous but they made us relax and you know just um, were very friendly it was almost like we're just having a chat with them Um, and I think apart from that as well um, for me the biggest highlight was seeing so many people following the podcast people listening to the podcast every week and you know being very interested in the content that we put out so I think for me that was something that was really great because I was like okay I'm a bit scared because when you put something out especially on social media you're expecting criticism because people can say whatever it is they want to say but people have been you know giving very great feedback about the podcast and I think that for me is also what stood out um but let's maybe also talk about the lows. What has been most challenging? <laughs> uh, most challenging is having to put together a podcast every week in between everything <laughs> that I have to do. <laughs> you know, you and I would sometimes record the podcast on a Tuesday, Tuesday evening, yes. and it's due to go live <laughs> the next morning. So here I we are that. at night, midnight, scourging, <laughs> editing. It's just, yeah, <laughs> I that's think that's the biggest challenge. Yeah, I also think because um, when we started the podcast, it was still level five of lockdown. Mm. So none of us were doing anything. But now because we're on like level one, so much is happening. We've got trips we're going on. We've got birthdays and all these stuff. So it's difficult to like, you know, stick to the same um, pattern that we did in the beginning. So I think that was quite challenging, the timing. Um, But I think also in the beginning for me, what was not challenging but maybe a bit discouraging were the big artists that we wanted to have on the show oh, and yes. couldn't get because yeah. I remember the first I'm not going to say the name but the first one we wanted we even went as far as recording the intro and everything and we were ready um, but the interview never happened so that was a bit discouraging because that's why I was like oh okay I don't know uh, artists even going to want to be on the podcast but eventually they did and like I said the ones we had on the show were really really awesome and we do appreciate it uh, and them giving time to us on popping in. Yeah, absolutely. I think big ups to Warner Music, big ups to the guys at yes. Warner Music. I mean, we deeply appreciate their kindness because at first they didn't even ask how many listeners do you have, for example. Yes. They just gave us their artists. And the more we interviewed their artists, the more artists mm. they gave us. So, yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to season two, just, you know, in terms of what it has in store for us. Um, mm. We might tweak a little things here and there. 
but yes. uh, the podcast will remain the same. We're still going to have uh, the TV review. We're still going to have also, you know, any arts interview that happens. We're still going to have story of our lives. So the fundamental stuff that makes popping in different from the next podcast you listen to will stay the same, but we'll just try tweak a little things here. You might see a little bit of a, a new logo nyana on the way yeah, something music. you just never know <laughs> you never so, know what to expect yeah really looking forward to it but we will keep you updated so as long as you're following us on instagram at popping in underscore podcast um you will be updated regarding season two and what's coming on there so we're very excited about it and we hope everyone who's been listening to season one will be there to join the ride with us on season two as well let's get into our final review on season one of popping in episode 13 this week we are checking out legacy sa currently showing on showmax and on mnet dstv channel 101 they're plotting against us i can feel it when a powerful man is about to step down the fight is on to take his place. What are you after? Their company. There's only one person that can take over if you step down. This is a very uncertain time for Legacy. Get to the bottom of this and kill the story. If you think you can threaten me, what have you done with my husband? We have nothing to gain and everything to lose. Coming for legacy. Over my dead body will she run my husband's company. He'll bury us all. I don't want you to get poisoned and die. And this time I have proof. That's why I came back to protect my father's legacy. Legacy starts 21 September only on Mnet. Ah oh, man, I think it is absolutely amazing. I was very late to watch it because, first of all, I'm a compact baby, so <laughs> I was not able to watch it on Mnet. Yeah. But as soon as it was available on Showmax, I think I saw a couple of people tweeting about it being on yeah. Showmax. I was very quick to go check it out. I saw that it actually is on Showmax. And I think I binged watched the first night. I watched like 10 episodes all at one go because I just couldn't stop. Like, I think also because I've been hearing so much about it and I felt like, okay, now I'm finally in the loop and I can see what's happening. Um, but I really think it is an amazing series. I think generally um, just the fact that it's so inclusive of everyone. So whether you are African speaking, whether um you speak zulu or Tuana, whatever you can relate to it because normally um you know if you're african speaking or you like those kind of dramas you probably want to watch something on Cakenet or mm. seven delan but i feel like this one did a very good job in just combining everyone and just bringing south africans together to watch the same thing and enjoy it as much Absolutely. So let's mm. just take you through what um, Legacy is about, is about, right? So it's a classy, first of its kind South African telenovela, which is obviously set in the fast lane world of investment billionaires, <clears throat> the Price family. At heart, <laughs> it is basically a story about a family at war with itself. It stars the beautiful Homuto Christopher, friend, she, Love I've her. never seen her. I mean, I saw her on Scandal. She was pretty, right? Yeah. Was, but her character on Legacy is so yes. much different than what we saw on Scandal. Here, it's positioned 
for her to be like this rich woman, right? My character is Dineo Price. She is the matriarch of the Price family. Dineo is the second wife of Sebastian Price. Very, very wealthy man. They've been together for 20 years. It's genuine love. Did I tell you how beautiful you are? Dineo has three step children and a son. She will do anything to ensure that family and company is always okay and stable. Right now, that company is being threatened. The life of the prices on the outside, it is a perfect world. It's a perfect family. He's the love of my life. Nothing can go wrong. He's out there. He's out there on his own. And yet, it isn't perfect. I was faithful to your father. I was faithful to the company, to the end. Yet there are thorns. I don't want you to get poisoned and die. And that's legacy. Keep the secret. You understand? Don't call me your mother. What did you think about that? I loved it. I also think um, she did it very well. She played the mm -hmm. character very well. And she looks amazing. First of all, shout out to the wardrobe mm, team absolutely. at Legacy because beautiful garments <laughs> they look amazing but i think also she brings the character to life i literally believe her when i'm watching the series and i think for me she's actually one of my favorite characters that are on the show because she is really just um doing a great job and i think apart from that at first i was a bit worried because i was like hmm, there's so many famous faces you know not much new talent but when i actually started watching it i was like okay i see why you know they wanted homoto here i see why they put this person here um because it all worked together so well and there are a couple of new faces as well um, but I think what I also noticed is that there's a lot of people from Isi Dingo that are on it as well. <laughs> mm. So Isi Dingo didn't die, it multiplied Lala. <laughs> yes, indeed. Someone in fact tweeted uh, saying that my mom loves legacy and keeps referring to U Razep <laughs> instead, yes, of, instead of John. <laughs> That's the thing. They will literally always be those people because we know them. It's like, you know, Connie Ferguson being Garabo. We will always yeah. know her as Garabo. Yeah. Um, but yeah, our friend, for you, what did you think now in terms of um, the storyline and, you know, everything else about the show? What for you really stood out? Um, I think the show, friend, you can tell that it's an Mnet budget, first of all. It's not like, yes. it's not like a, a low budget series you know mm. it's it's very it's rich in character very rich in the storyline as well you can tell that every single step they took while filming that was very like considered you know yeah um so i think i absolutely love it i mean i do you remember the the shots the drone shot when felicity was in the room and then she was throwing yes. papers I thought, oh that was amazing you know what i mean i thought that is such an incredible shot it was because it went literally from the window zoomed all the way out and we could see the oh, building man it was amazing yeah so i think you can tell that it's very it's a well thought out series you know mm. and if you think they and for example the storyline if you think oh man okay now they've shifted they're no longer looking for for this guy i'm not gonna yes. know much who was <laughs> killed by the daughter <laughs> dum 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 mm. <laughs> Um, they bring in something new and fresh and more mm. exciting they they reveal other characters for example right now pietra for example yeah mm. um it's a very it's a very nice telenovela currently i don't think it it sucks because not everyone is going to have the opportunity to see it at the same time as we do because we've yes. got showmax 
um, mm-hmm. and some of us are on premium. <clears throat> but <laughs> <laughs> okay, all but, right. <laughs> you know, I, I, everyone deserves to see it, and I hope at some point it'll come to our Mzansi magic. You know, so that yeah. everyone has the opportunity to view how incredible of a production it is. Yeah, and I also think like because in terms of the storyline, after the first episode, I was like, okay. Um, I see what happened, like the father died and blah, blah. And I was a bit worried that, okay, is this like that they might stretch that storyline out a bit too long. But I think apart from that, there's other stuff that happens in the series that grabs your attention as well. Like Mm -hmm. you mentioned about Pietra's relationship and there's so many other stuff happening. Like there's a lot happening in the series that you could pay attention to apart from just the death and them trying to find the murderer of the father. So yeah, I think it's really inclusive. I really love the fact that it includes the LGBTQI community as well. I think one of my favorite characters is Ukedi, um, or rather played by Kedi, but the name of the character is Sanele. He's the gay guy at the company. Mm-hmm. And he, I think he brings it off very well because I know Kedi as a TV presenter, yes. as a rapper and all these things. So I've never seen him um, you know, acting and especially because like normally in person he is, you know, quite masculine. So he plays a very flamboyant gay guy in the in the show. And yeah. I think that for me was quite refreshing to see as well. Cause a lot of the other new series that come, I'm always like, okay, are we gonna have a gay storyline? Like what's gonna happen? Yeah. And then you never get it. But um they gave us that and yeah, I'm pretty much yeah. happy about it. So ooh. Caddy speaking to Daily Sun, right? He said that mm-hmm. when he received the call that he got the role, he couldn't believe it because he was just overjoyed because acting yeah. has been something that he wanted to do. As someone who's new in the acting industry, he never thought that he'd, you know, start out in such big production. Yeah. So that's really cool. He's, it reveals a lot about his humility as well. Yeah, very, very awesome show. Um, so yeah, I think in general. Um, my highlights are obviously the fact that it is very high budget. The quality is good. The shots are amazing. The location, mm. everyone is just very good. And the acting is amazing as well. Mm. Um, but I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I can't even think of anything I would fault, to be honest. I would just be a hater if I wanted to fault anything. Because mm. I just feel like it is a perfect series. Um, you just need to binge watch it if you are on Showmax and follow it every week like everyone else. But it's definitely worth the watch. I just hope that it doesn't get to a point where it's irrelevant or it's just become one of those series. Yeah. You know, because sometimes they start off quite good and the mm, next thing they lose the plot. Mm. Yes, we've seen it happening on many of South African productions where it starts off really great and then it mm-hmm. gets to like episode 30 or 40 then we no longer yeah. interested, you know. So yes. I think, but I think they've got good going right now. Good going, and also yeah. <laughs> I was speaking to one of my colleagues recently, and they said that the thing about South African productions is that we don't know when to stop something while it's still good. We just want to yes. keep rolling with it, rolling. I think why mm. why are people longing for housekeepers so much? Is because it comes, it leaves us on a cliffhanger. But I also have. A lot of faith in the writers as well. I mean, yes. Patu, Makwarela, Bonga, Percy, Vilagazi, those are the people that are writing 
um, in it and they've been known to you know produce and write really great stuff so I think mm-hmm. in terms of the storyline even though it does play Monday to Thursday and stuff we can expect to be intrigued the entire time because I feel like Patu's done an amazing job with the river and people are still watching the river to this day mm-hmm. so I've got a feeling that Legacy is really going to live up to that and, and live up to the hype because it really did get quite a lot of hype when it started um, so I think for a while we're going to be talking about it and we're going to be watching it so big ups to everyone actually that works in that production absolutely so if you want to go check it out hashtag legacy essay on twitter yes all right and now that we are done with our tv show buzz it is time for us to get into the next awesome part of the show also for the very last time for season one <laughs> let's get into your pop news and find out what your faves are getting up to Pop news. Starting things off in this week's pop news, it's been a couple of days since the radiant Shutufato Musida was crowned as Miss South Africa 2020 at the glittering pageant held at the Table Bay Hotel in Cape Town, and she is still the talk of town. The spectacular pageant took place on Saturday evening, and this year it was a virtual affair due to the COVID-19 pandemic, hosted by our fave Nomza Mombata. The Zanti and people from all over the world were on the edge of their collective seats as they streamed the virtual affair live to find out who would scoop the crown and Shudu said the finale was surreal because she kept on thinking about everyone from her village who was watching it. Shudu's first runner-up is Tato Mosese, 25 years old from Clackstop in the Northwest and her second runner-up is Natasha Hubert, 23 years old from Pretoria in Gauteng. The 24-year-old Miss South Africa walked away with the lucrative 3 million rands prize package and she will receive 1 million rands in cash as well as a further 2 million rands worth of sponsorships and prizes including the use of a luxury Santa apartment and a Merc Cabriolet for a year. We at Popping In would like to congratulate her. Alala. And in other news of women doing amazing things in South Africa at the moment, a lot of us have been wondering what it was that Bonang Mateba was talking about when she said she will be launching on Twitter and the secret is now out. It is bubbly in a can. Earlier this week, Bonang and the House of BNG social media accounts posted what a lot of people thought was a House of BNG branded crossbody handbag. But at closer inspection, people realized that it could only be one of two things, wine in a can or mini bubbly bottles. And it turns out, people were right, it is wine in a can. Announcing the new product on her Instagram, Bonang wrote, Introducing my new baby, BNG Nectar, one of SA's very first true sparkling wines in a can. Get ready to turn any location into an occasion. Hmm. Congratulations. Get that paper, girl. It seems as though nothing is about to stop Moonchild's shine. After being featured on a Beyonce production, the flamboyant 32-year-old has now been featured on a song with American band, the Gorillas. The song is called With Love to an Ex. It is a mellow sound that infuses Moonchild's usual raunchy lyrics with the Gorillas' trademark sound. Because I just 
Malala Mugele. We can't wait to hear what else the future holds. And finally, following his removal from Expresso Morning Show, TV presenter Gatla Khumabue's estranged partner, Monique Miller, has broken the silence. In an upcoming Tell All YouTube interview with Go Binge, Monique reveals more details about her relationship with Katleho as well as how the alleged physical attack happened. One night at Coco, um, Kat came up to me. We ended up having a one night stand. He was staying at my place for the first six months. Very romantic. If soulmates exist, this person is my soulmate. We, one day he just came to me and he said, listen, I need to distance myself a little bit from this relationship because I'm feeling a little bit smothered. When the first uh, physical attack happened. I got a, a protection order against him. He then admitted to sleeping with this woman that night. People are going to have their own views and opinions, but this thing has been so misconstrued. Like, I, I feel like everything that this man has already done to me, the world is allowing him to continue to do. But he's a fucking great father. Like, he's a great dad to our son. I will forever respect him for that. Thank you for popping in with us on Wait For It. Popping in. Well, say bye, Sean. Bye, Sean. <laughs> <laughs>